Hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast. Just to introduce myself again, I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner and your fertility advisor. And I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now. And I'm using this platform to share my knowledge, experience and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you're one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you're not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so you can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower, and inspire. Right then, here we go. Hello and welcome to Fertility Education Podcast. This is your host Manali Hirani. Today we are going to talk about relationship problems in your infertility journey and in your pregnancy. Now, infertility and pregnancy can change your relationship with your partner. Some people cope with these changes easily, but some find it harder. Knowing where you can find the support can really be helpful. Just as we know that infertility causes emotional stress to an individual, it also impacts relationships and most specifically your romantic relationship. Now trying to conceive can create conflict and tension, but it can also bring couples closer together. It can do both at once. On the other hand, if you get pregnant, your pregnancy hormone can also impact your relationship with your partner. Now that's the reason why supportive relationships matter either you're trying to conceive or in your pregnancy. As we know the pregnancy hormones can make you feel a mix of emotional highs and lows which can make many women feel more vulnerable or anxious. Some may also have trouble coping with their symptoms or even have complications during their pregnancy which can cause extra stress. A positive relationship can make you feel loved and supported and more able to deal with these situations. But on the other hand, a poor relationship can make you feel bad about yourself and cause anxiety or depression. If you're pregnant, it can also affect your child, your unborn child, in a way that you probably never know. That's the reason why so much importance is given to a person's frame of mind while they are trying to conceive or when they are pregnant. Most people think that positive mindset or say healthy relationship doesn't matter you know in your TTC journey okay wait a sec TTC means trying to conceive i'm going to use this word more often in this episode so it's really important that you understand that the word TTC means trying to conceive okay in my next episode i'm going to talk about all the acronyms that are being used um in this entire fertility or say the pregnancy phase it's going to be an interesting one okay let's resume with this one first 
So most people think that positive mindset or healthy relationship doesn't matter in your TTC or infertility journey. Well, it actually does a lot more thing than you can think about. Well, in the ancient Ayurveda, it says that every bit of thought and vibes matter when you're planning for a child and while you're having sex. Because every cell in your body reacts to what you say or you feel and your environment. Because remember one thing, you are bringing another soul in this world. So at this stage, it doesn't matter that you are religious or spiritual or none of it. All what matters is to make sure that to give best possible environment to your unborn child. Now the transition from couple to parents is not easy path. So it's quite normal for couples to argue even if they are in their healthy relationship. Sometimes this has nothing to do with pregnancy. But there are some common reasons why you may argue with when you are pregnant or say when you are trying to conceive. So let's see what those reasons could be. Okay, I'm going to list some of them. Um, starting with, you may feel that your partner is less interested in your pregnancy or you know fertility journey than you are. Or you might feel like your partner doesn't care enough. Or you may have a partner who responds to your sadness by trying to fix things like unfixable. But maybe all you really want is for them to sit with you in your sadness and understand you. This is one of the most common reasons I see around that, you know, mostly it's in women that they think that their partner is not as involved in their fertility journey as they are. The another reason could be, um, this is mostly during the pregnancy that, you know, the baby doesn't seem real to you or to your partner, but as it's growing inside you or inside women. So, and your partner doesn't feel anything. That's the reason, you know, maybe your partner is not able to connect much with you. So this can raise another conflict. But on the other hand, for some people, you know, their partner is being too protective of themselves and that can actually cause anxiety in some uh, women as they feel sometimes uh, trapped. Their emotions is not being channelized. The other issue could be financial issue. You know, it's, it's very common for a couple who is going through infertility journey. You know, they are stressed about money because um, it's not emotionally draining process, but it's also a financial draining process. So even that can cause conflicts between them. And sometimes um, this is a very intimate thing, but sex can also be an issue because when one is pregnant, you know, one of them wants to have sex, but the other doesn't. And for infertility, is like nothing kills the love-making mood better than the military, like monthly schedule of timed sex. Then heartbreaking disappointment and knowing that you will have to do it all over again in just a few short weeks adds to another level of stress. So sex could also be an issue. The other problem could be the medication problem or your hormonal symptoms, uh, which can make you feel sick, tired, moody. And that's, that's the reason it's very difficult for a couple to understand each other and understand each other's emotions. It, even though they know that what their partner is going through, yet they are not able to fully understand or channelize their emotions and they don't know how to support them. So this could be also one of the reasons. The other could be, 
where both of you are worried because you know things are going to change life is going to change and you have to work out too many things the other reason could be is um this especially with women you know when they see that their body is changing and they feel less attractive so you know they they feel all the more anxious that oh how are they going to be on their losing their beauty and when it comes to losing beauty they also start losing the confidence so this is also one of the issues so these are the just couple of reasons that i'm saying but uh, there could be many other one see also negative emotion is dumped onto partners other problems in our lives might be shared between best friends or say in gossip fest or at water cooler chit chats and family men sessions but many couples choose to keep their say infertility struggle or they're trying to conceive journey secret and there is a lot of pressure on one person for support so it it is it becomes quite a lonely journey now making the change from being a couple to being parents isn't easy as we know but you're probably thinking about how it will change your life and your relationship with each other it's good idea to talk to each other about your feelings and any anxieties you have about future maybe talk about your hopes like your fears or your expectations about life with your baby or uh with you want to conceive and what kind of a parents you want to be or how can you just just support each other you may also find it helpful to have an open and honest chat about how are you both feeling take turns to listen to each other and one of the most important thing try not to be accusive or say or too negative instead think about practical things you could both do to make things better try to understand things from your partner's point of view as well as your own you can also make a well-being plan to make sense of your feelings and help you talk them through your partner so talking about how you feel won't always stop you arguing but it may make you feel better prepared for the changes ahead and reassure and reassure you that you are in a strong healthy and loving relationship so sorting out your relationship problems is critical when you are in this phase and it requires lots of patience and lots of you know working things together sometimes problems in a relationship can be overwhelming some people may feel like they are dealing with everything on their own so it's very usual they feel isolated or resentful other couples may try to talk through their problems but still can't find a way to sort things out if you are feeling unhappy and you may want to try relationship advice or counseling then this is a chance because going to the counselor will give you a chance to talk about your worries together in a safe and a confidential place with a trained counselor you can also talk to a counselor about your relationship on your own if you want to so it's not it's it, it is not necessary that you take your partner along with you if they don't wish to come you can just get relationship advice and support from from your nearby counselor you can go to your um, nearest gp and you can ask for counselor recommendations you can also gather the information about the couple counselings in the place where you live you just need to go and type on the google for that or just call your nearest um, healthcare body which can help you to find one there are also many 
of uh, couple counselors or counselors who can also offer a, a live web chat service or a free phone call service and you know just to make sure that it's is the right thing for you you can also find a private counselor in your area through any of your professional body in the place where you are living like for example in uk there is a british british association for counseling psychotherapy so they help you to find the near the counselor that is available in your area so if you're really looking for help there are plenty plenty of people out there to help you and there's no harm or it's no shame in going to a counselor and talking to your problems and you don't have to tell anybody that you're going to counsel you're just going there for your own well-being just like you go to a doctor for your flu it's just like that because mental health is also important and there's enough word out there people are doing campaignings and so many ads are out there who talk about mental health problems so you don't have to suffer from it it's just not required and it's not worth it the worst thing you know what happens in this situation is when couples split up unfortunately some some couples do split up when they're expecting a baby and some of them they split up when they just can't take the trauma of infertility and this can be really difficult time for both of you but again for this there is a support available i don't know about um, other countries but in uk there is a charity who supports single parents like mums and dads by providing them the information about financial support housing managing money you know everything so even even they decide to split up there are still plenty of uh, bodies available to help them so it's really important you just need to n- look around you just need to ask for help and it's no again and again i'm saying it's no harm it's no shame in asking for help which gives you a better life or which gives you a peace of mind the other worst thing that happens is domestic violence now domestic violence can be physical sexual emotional psychological or financial one in four women experiences domestic abuse or domestic violence at some point in their lives some abuse starts when women become pregnant other times the abuse gets worse uh because they are not able to get pregnant domestic violence or abuse can cause emotional and mental problems including stress and anxiety it also puts you and your unborn child at risk it may be very difficult to recognize or admit what is happening remember that domestic violence or abuse can happen to anyone and you are not alone Uh, many professionals out there with whom you can talk to if you're thinking about having a family but are being abused nobody will judge you or tell you what to do it's just important that you get support if you are not comfortable talking to someone from face to face there are also many helpline available where you can talk on call and see what advices do you get don't worry they will give you a confidential advice and support also if you're going through any of these thing you can speak to your doctor or midwife remember one thing that anything you say to your midwife or in doctor is in confidence this means that they can't tell anyone else without your permissions about your problems you can speak to your midwife whenever you go for checkup and if you're suffering from any domestic violence or your doctor so if you're experiencing domestic abuse they may be able to help you and if not i'm sure they can advise you where to go for help 
See, infertility can be a lonely road, but you don't need to walk it alone. Similarly, pregnancy is a lot more than those happy pictures of baby bumps and food cravings. A lot more things goes on. Your hormone actually has a capacity to just blow up your mind. But all you have to do is find the right support for you. So my aim for doing this podcast is to make you all aware, to make you all understand that infertility or pregnancy, all of these is not only about physical uh, changes or physical challenges, but it is also a lot more about mental, emotional and how do you work out with your relationships with your partner. So just final tips, you know, if you're a couple and if you're having any of these issues, so there are a couple of things I would say that you can do is first sit and decide who you can trust and share your experiences. It could be anybody from friends and family. Choose any of it if you really want to and share what are you going through. You can also craft in your connections. There are so many communities and groups out there. There are so many Facebook communities. There are so many local communities that you can uh, join if you're pregnant or if you're going through infertility and you can go uh, form a new connections and talk to them. You can also ask for support uh, you need if you if you have a big family and if you can trust anyone, you can just call somebody and ask for support until you get out of this phase. Simultaneously, you know, if you work on yourself, like you know that what are your triggers, you know, what can you do it? There are also online help that can help you to find out your triggers and how can you manage and channel your emotions. If you're as a couple, if you're losing out that fire in your life, make a room for romance and fun. Just don't keep your life around your conception journey or your fertility journey or your pregnancy. You have another life with your partner. So make sure that you have lots of fun and romance. And lastly, as I'm saying this again, there is a lot many supports out there. There are a lot many charities out there. There are a lot many NGOs out there. So get support. You do not need to suffer. And there is no shame in going to a counselor. And you don't have to tell anybody that you're going to a counselor. You just say, go with or without your partner. All what matters is your peace of mind, your happiness. Put yourself first. Your priorities matters because if you are happy, your unborn child is happy, your partner is happy and things will work out. But first you have to work out yourself before working out situations around you. So this was all for today. Uh, I hope this episode is helpful if you all any if any of you are suffering from any of these problems, please work it out because it's going to be worth it for your long term and suffering is not going to help and it's you're not going to get any award for suffering it. If you find this episode helpful, please rate, subscribe and leave your reviews. And um, I want to thank you, one of my um, listeners over here who have sent me reviews saying that Thank you for the podcast. This podcast has done a great job at educating people about fertility. It empowers women to make informed decisions in their life. Super, super informative. I learned so much from listening. So many diverse topics as well. Keep up the great work. 
Oh, thank you so much. I am really happy with this. Thank you so much. And I would urge all of you, please leave your reviews. I really want to know what you think about this podcast. And if you have any suggestions for me to improve or cover any topic, do let me know by commenting or by sending me a message on Instagram, uh, Facebook, or just drop us an email, wherever you can. Thank you so much for listening to me. So this is all I have for you today. Hope you enjoy it. Take home a fair bit of knowledge and thank you so much for listening. I would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews, feedback, suggestions and questions if you have any. I would love to hear from you. So you can drop us an email on info at fertilityed.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube on the name of Fertility Ed. I would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives, be it girls or boys. It doesn't matter. Just spread the word and awareness. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe. See you next time. Until then, stay fertile, stay healthy. Bye-bye.